0: Hey everybody, so obviously the Chicago Bears are going to the Super Bowl based on what we saw today, Sunday afternoon, big time contest between the Bears and the Titans. As a matter of fact, we're going to be joining uh, our brother Jarrett from the sick podcast, Tennessee Titans, uh, to talk about all this stuff. There's too much to go over. I'm not even going to do a legit cold open, so Sammy, let's just go ahead and start the show. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. It's going to be sick. It's Saturday. You know what that means? it's time for, you know what? It's time for preseason football. And joining us from The Sick Podcast, Tennessee Tennessee Titans, it's Jarrett. And uh, I want to come in. I want to get the, uh, I want to sit here and love up both of our teams. Because I thought when I saw today... Uh, especially from you guys, from that first drive, especially. You gotta be encouraged. Now, I've been somebody who did not think very highly of the Titans coming into this season, but I gotta be honest, that first drive, you like you you had it going on. Malik Willis looked better than he did all year. Uh, what did you think?
1: Uh, first of all, coming into this, I just want to apologize. I, I, I tweeted at you this morning as a little sarcastic thing, saying, "Did I miss it? Know, oh my! I was you, you arguing have, with all you, the Kirk Cousins fans. Yeah, you may have missed it, but yeah, I just want to apologize. You're right. I'm wrong. You're very good looking. I am not. You're very intelligent. I am not so smart." So, congrats to the Bears on their first uh, preseason win. But uh, going into it, I mean, I wrote some notes down because I wasn't really home, but I watched all the game. Um, Play action. We didn't see a lot of it on Todd Downing's offense last year. It was so vanilla, but Tim Kelly automatically coming in first play of the game. Play action. He hits, um, I think it was Chris Moore across the middle. So, that's very encouraging. Another one, uh, Tajay Spears. Uh, the rookie coming in looks very explosive. He's going to be a great complement into this uh, backfield with Derrick Henry. Uh, I don't see Asan Haskins really, you know, really surviving in that because Julius Chestnut, late as we're still watching the game over here, late in the game looked uh, really good. But listen, the wide receivers are there. We didn't have Burks and, and uh, Chig and anybody out there, but Chris Moore and, and Malik Willis and Will Levis. Uh, at, at some times, he really didn't look that great in the game. You know, rookie, you know, rookie starts, but you know, it, all, all in all, very, very, very happy after the first pre- preseason game.
0: You know, one of the things that impressed me was that the offensive line of the Tennessee Titans, and I guess this is a concern for the Bears in that first series, uh, the Bears' offense, or excuse me, defensive line wasn't getting much push, and was actually getting pushed back down the field, which is why we saw Tajay Sharp being able to be very effective running the football. The first play of the game was a, a busted coverage for the Bears, but still, you, you, when a team busts coverage, you got to go out there and make the throw. I yeah. mean, like, you can't dismiss that kind of thing, although I will say that the Kyler Gordon – Jarring that bar, ball loose, that was closer to a fumble than the one that they challenged. That wasn't a fumble, and I don't know. I I like that the coaches challenge early in the preseason games just to kind of show the players, like I got your back, but like, what does it really matter? Like, coach, like let them play. Like we don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like go out there and play. But I I was impressed. But I I, I do want to say. um Cause I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about the bears cause I'm selfish, but I do want to say, but I do want to give credit to the Tennessee Titans for the way that they executed coming out of that thing. Seven plays, 75 yards, seamless, you know, for a lot, for the bears, you know, a lot of the problems they had last season was was stopping teams on third down. And that kind of showed itself again. And there's some guys missing, but still you, you play with the players who are out there on the field. I thought Tennessee was doing a pretty good job. And like you said, without your big name, wide receivers still having the ability to move the football, that's a huge compliment to you and your team. And I feel so like I'm. I feel like I, I'm going to have to owe you guys a couple of visits. Um, <laughs> I think you're probably going to end up winning more games than I gave you credit for initially. It's all good. But real
1: quick, before we we, we move on to the Bears and everything, just to, just to, uh... Reiterate on Malik Willis's development. It's a night and day thing for me because I was uh, I hated on Malik Willis last year. I love the person, I love him, but he was he was so raw coming out of Liberty last year, and especially with Todd Downing not developing him as much. With Charles London now as the quarterbacks coach and Tim Kelly, it looks like he's taking that next couple steps now into this offense. And I'll be all, all the guys, Vinny and Sal, will probably be like, "Oh my God, I can't believe this guy's saying this right now," but it's the god's honest truth. I can actually see him being the number two behind Ryan Tannehill as of now. Versus um, Will Levis because you know Will Levis you know he he was sharp a little bit but it looked like he tried fitting uh, balls in, into tight windows overthrowing um, and he didn't feel the pressure when he was rolling he, he a couple of guys Tajay Gibson another one we'll get we'll get to him he he, he had a hell of a day for you guys he, when he was rolling he didn't just he was still looking down the field instead of just running and trusting his feet like he did in Kentucky but you know the quarterback play it's it's going to be there next year for the Tennessee Titans I think after Ryan Tannehill's departure hopefully.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I think, that you know, when when Malik Willis was coming out of college, you know, and a lot of people dismiss him, not dismiss him, but they're they, you know, will be like, well, he's from Liberty and everything like he was he was an SEC recruit. I mean, he went to Auburn yeah. before yeah. he went back. And you see this. I mean, Joe Flacco famously did this, too, where he got chased out of what was at Pittsburgh, ended up at Delaware State, goes on to be a pretty credible NFL quarterback, wins a Super Bowl. I don't think that that's anything to sneeze at. And so I think Malik Willis. I don't know if I was the Tennessee Titans because I wasn't a big Will Levis fan coming out of Kentucky. I'm like, I might have I might have pocketed that one. and gone after somebody else and said, maybe we'll wait another year before we want to address the quarterback position. But you know what you do? You do have some promising futures there. So I think that's going to be good for you guys moving forwards. And speaking of quarterbacks, Justin Fields, I mean, I don't know he was perfect through for 130 yards, pair of touchdowns. I don't know what more you would want out of him. Let me just ask you that. Now, obviously, I'm not I'm not obtuse. Okay, I'm not I'm not ridiculous. I know that they were all three passes were screen passes. I mean, he dumped one off the Kari Blasen game, and uh, that that might have been ahead of the line of scrimmage, but still. But at the same time, our quarterback goes out there and executes. And he listen. If he if he doesn't complete those passes, he's getting smoked on the internet. Whatever it is, what did you make of it? Like as somebody who's impartial. I'm obviously gonna be very biased about this. What did you think? Now you're you might be upset because you're like, God damn, can somebody stop DJ Moore or or Khalil Herbert? But I mean, but what did you think of it? What did, what did you think of the way that the Bears offense played for the limited time that you saw the first teamers out there?
1: Coming into it. I – this year, especially, you know, with fantasy coming in there, I love uh, Justin Fields, especially what you guys brought into him and surrounded him with weapons this year. So when I initially first saw that screen pass and then the next screen pass go for a touchdown, Mike is going to kill these guys on Monday for the for the film because talking about breakdowns and everything like that, Justin Fields finally has weapons to actually be a top-five fantasy and possibly a top-10, five-to-10 quarterback in this league I, this year, I believe. He, he he makes plays. He makes the people around him so much better. I loved him at Ohio State. It's just uh, two screen plays. I mean, three touch. I mean, two touchdowns. I mean, what are you going to do? But Justin Fields definitely uh, is going to have a monster year, I believe, this year.
0: Yeah, it's one of the things that I would even say that the screen game is something that the Bears need to improve on. I mean, at the end of last season, they were running it a lot because I think that Luke Getzey really wants him to hone that in they're pretty comfortable with him as a deep ball passer. I think that oh, was yeah. his bread and butter. You go back to his time at Ohio state, he can throw the ball deep and it is going to be an element of his game. And it's not like, it's not like you're playing Madden against your kid or something and you run him out of bounds or whatever. It's like you should go to the end zone. And I'm sorry that Justin's time was limited to those plays, but that's it. You're just going to play a couple of series. You don't want him out there for an extended period <laughs> of time, especially when you have four quarterbacks. Who need to get into the game? I thought at some point Jim Miller, who was doing the broadcast, they were showing the Bears broadcast on NFL Network. I'm like, is Jim Miller going to get down there and throw some balls and see what happens? Because everybody's getting a shot today. And so you can only do it. And like you said, we already know that Justin Fields can run. So that's that element's not going away. If he can add this part of his game where and with the weapons that are taking these short dump offs like you should be more not you but i mean like the collective you in the world should be more concerned about that you shouldn't be i mean i guess you gotta like cope with it by trying to diminish like well it was behind him or it was this or is that or they almost they almost okay well he he didn't almost he, he he didn't drop it he caught it and he kept going and so i thought that was, that was very impressive i also thought too let me ask you like After that play, after the D.J. Moore play, and the Bears defense looked terrible, and obviously the the Titans shifted uh, quarterbacks. They brought in Will Levis. The Bears defense looked like they had – is it my imagination? It looked like the Bears defense had more juice. Like they were feeding off what happened. Zach Pickens got in there, the rookie out of South Carolina – wait, Kentucky? South Carolina. One of the the SEC kids. Uh, Kentucky – no, but whatever. He goes in there, has a huge sack. I don't know. It felt like the, the Bears demeanor changed after that DJ Moore. Is that me just being a fan or did you kind of notice that as well? No, I, I kind of noticed that as well
1: because you guys you guys lacked that last year. Now you have that explosive yeah. wide receiver that's going to be with you guys for the rest of the year. And especially that gives him weapons to be Justin Fields like he was at Ohio State. I'm telling you, I, I do believe I have you guys picked. T- almost second in the-, in the division with the Lions. It's gonna be a, a shootout, mm-hmm. but I do believe you guys are gonna make the playoffs this year because I think you guys have a really good team, especially what you did on offense, especially signing Nadakwe way. Uh, what was it last week or this week? Oh, yes. no, August 5th, August 5th, or something like that. Just
0: recently, so, I mean,
1: it's been, yeah, recently. I mean, you guys made a ton of moves. Um, and the biggest thing is surrounding Justin Fields with talent, especially not him using his legs like he did so much last year because plays broke down because of the wide receivers and everything. He has weapons now to be that person. I've been I've been saying it, you know, this whole podcast, and I've been saying it to my buddies with for fantasy leagues that we're having on Friday, and I had a fantasy draft on, on Wednesday. So I, I'm in love with Justin Fields, and I really think you guys have the star of the making this year. So you you guys are gonna. I watch you guys all the time on NFL fantasy and everything. Justin Fields is going to be it for this for this year.
0: And just to let everybody know that NFL fantasy live is returning Monday. I think our show is six 30 Eastern, uh, but it will be, it'll be a half hour show and it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, this first show is going to be speaking of NFL network real quick. Did you did you notice yeah. on your, on your TV,
1: how I had the Titans as orange and the, the bears as blue. That really pissed me off.
0: What's going on with would production be... over there? I think you need to, you need to work the, the letting in your TV. I don't think I didn't notice that. But then again, I'm not looking at that. So I'll, I'll, I, I notice all those slights as well, where it's like, ah, well, there you go. Like I, I would notice that too. I'll go back and check it out as I'm watching it on Game Pass or NFL Plus or whatever we're calling it now. But, uh, just to go back, NFL Fantasy Live returns Monday. So, and it's going to be a great lineup on Monday. The first show is going to be Kimmy checks, Cynthia Freeland and me. So it's going to be an all-timer, so I hope that everybody's watching and getting ready. Speaking of which, Khalil Herbert, you know, a lot of people have been asking me, you know, who is going to be the running back who emerges? And we saw Khalil Herbert get some reps. Goodness gracious, he looked pretty good. Uh, What were your impressions? It's hard to just give him the job and be like, this is going to be the guy, but I was very impressed with the way he moved, especially on that touchdown run, especially the way he finished it. I thought that was one of the most impressive things.
1: I mean, he, he's a guy trying to buy for a spot. You know, who, who? Oh, who's your running back? You lost uh, who's the – We got uh,
0: Khalil Herbert. Yeah, David Montgomery goes to the, uh, to Mo- the Detroit Montgomery Lions. Montgomery went to the, to the Lions. But they brought in Deontay Foreman and Roshan Johnson, who we saw in the second half, uh, yes. was getting a little bit of run there. I think that he's somebody – you know, a lot of people love him, especially in dynasty leagues. Like Roshan Johnson is a, a hot name that goes early in the second round in a lot of dynasty leagues. But I thought that Khalil Herbert kind of established himself. Like this yes. should be the guy that we draft.
1: Yeah, especially behind uh, Justin Fields again. I, as I talk, I think it's gonna be a great compliment um, to him. And and listen, he he's vying for that that starting role, and I think he proved it. You know, behind the, uh, a great screen pass that that went what sixty yards uh, the finish yeah. of the goal line. You know, he uh, he he's, he he did pretty well. I'm not gonna lie.
0: And some other guys who performed pretty well uh, today were a lot of rookies. Tajay Gibson. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I want I want to ask him. you about Tajay Gibson,
1: man. He's been Ask all me. I mean, field. like,
0: well, this is a guy too. Like last year, we had high expectations for him. Now, certainly, when the Bears traded away guys like Roquan Smith during the season, Cleo Mack, Robert Quinn, you know, you diminish your defensive line. And they bring in Dom Robinson, who was a college quarterback at one point, or a high school quarterback that was learning to play defense. Gibson was somebody who we had expected to step up, didn't quite make that leap, but on Saturday uh, looked like somebody because he was he was actually third on the depth chart when the Bears released their unofficial depth chart this week. We talked about it on the Tuesday. Take it to the rank that Gibson was third, and there's a lot of you don't want to overreact to these preseason depth charts because wow. there's a lot of monkey business going around, but it it certainly felt like a message was delivered. He, he had to be annoying for you to watch him, like oh, anybody see. block. Like, he's one of those guys. That's what you want from a player like that.
1: Your whole front. We had we, we gave up eight sacks. Once our offensive line, our, our starters, per se, in, in the preseason, uh, I, I, like Jalen Duncan and all, all the other guys that are vying for spots, who I was very high on, Daniel Jeremiah was very high on. He he, he got uh, exposed, in my opinion, <laughs> by, by Gibson a couple times. So uh, letting up eight sacks for the Titans uh, for their back end their starters and guys trying to make the roster is not very good.
0: So, yeah, especially with the depth positions, yeah. uh, you don't you don't want any letdowns and you don't want anything, especially what anything happened to our offensive blurry.
1: line last year.
0: Yeah, so. you know, that's and, you know, the Bears, you know, going through offensive line issues as well for the last number of years. It looks like Darnell White, right? Looked pretty good. Uh, we could debate whether Braxton Jones had a push in the back on uh, DJ Moore's. That's not, I listen, he, did he or didn't he? I, I understand. Um, how you would feel that way. Again, it's a preseason game. I think that there was a lot of like, "Eh, we'll see what happens. Like I, I felt his momentum was going and Braxton Jones just suggested to him that he should fall down. That is my interpretation of everything that happened. But at the same time uh, you can't deny like DJ Moore's speed. But one of the things that I was the most encouraged about with the Chicago bears is, you know, last year they found Braxton Jones in the fifth round This year, they traded down from one to nine. You pick up D.J. Moore. Darnell Wright looked really good. Zach Pickens looked good. Even the kid, uh, Travis Bell out of uh, Kennesaw State, looked really good. Got a sack there at the end. Tyreek Stevenson uh, played very well, you know, breaking up some passes. There was an intercept, a possible interception that, you know, you would have liked for him to make. But still, break up the pass first. Uh, If you get an interception, great. You got to stop the guy from catching it. That is the most important thing. One of the things I noticed too was that Justin Fields was one of the first guys there. Like Justin Fields is on the sideline watching the play. He's not sitting on the bench. I I don't know if you picked up on that, but I I kind of love that kind of stuff. And I thought the camaraderie of the Absolutely. Bears. And again, as a fan, I just felt a little bit different on it. I felt too with the Titans after the, after that first drive. I thought your team, like again, like chemistry wise, looked like it was pretty good. But ultimately, how do you feel? I'll I'll, I'll ask you. How do you feel? I, Score notwithstanding, what did you think about the Titans overall? How do you feel if you're going to put a button on what you saw today for for Tennessee?
1: Very encouraging with the offense, especially the first drive and, and a couple. You know, with Malik Willis, like I said, Malik Willis surprised the hell out of me today. It's the way he commanded the huddle. I think uh, before we came on, I think he was fifteen, a twenty-one for one hundred and sixty-six yards and an in interception. Really good. So that interception, you could throw that away because it was high off of Wiley's hand. It, it got picked. It should have been. It should have that been. That was caught. not his fault. That was not. Yeah, that it was. was not his it fault. was. It was not his fault. But like I said. Uh, he he surprised the hell out of me, and for him to command the huddle like he he struggled so much last year is such a big difference this year. So going into this, if if Ryan Tannehill does leave next year, and, and it comes down to Malik Willis and um, Malik Willis and Will Levis, and, and the way he played today, I I actually feel comfortable with him going forward next year because there's a couple guys on the podcast, Alan, Vinny, and, and the guys on Twitter. You know how you guys feed off of Twitter um, or X, how we call it today. Um, yeah. that say they, why don't we, tra- why don't we trade him to like, uh, Arizona because Arizona looks like a, a crap shoot over there and get a draft pick for him. I say, no, because with the quarterback, you can dress a quarterback now and it doesn't count against the 53 man roster. Keep him. And we had Jim Wyatt on our, uh, our senior uh, writer for the Titans last week. And he said the same thing. He has no, he has no money tied to a contract, keep him and develop him to, con- to continue to develop him and will Levis. So, I mean, uh, offensively, the sky's the limit for this team. I said it to you last time you were on this podcast, especially with Tim Kelly and Charles London uh, developing these guys. Now we got Nuke and um Traylon Burks and and Chig and Henry and Spears. You know, that's a that's a lethal bunch right there going into this season. So that four wins that you that predicted yeah, us at uh, the beginning of the year, gonna, I think it's gonna go up a little bit to that, double digits.
0: That is uh that's gonna blow up by week eight, and I'll be so, returning a visit. Yeah, and uh exactly. it's fine. And it's but I mean like you guys did not have deandre hopkins when i made those predictions yeah and i think that and i think that what we saw and, and not to bring the indianapolis colts into this but uh what little i've seen of the colts game so far is like okay like they're they need to they need to mirror what the bears did last season is develop anthony richardson hope that he becomes like hey like you're comfortable with him to where when you end up with the first overall pick in the draft you can flip it for some more pieces and kind of build around him. But I think that Tennessee looks very good, and I think that's going to be a pretty competitive team. I think you're far and away. I think them and Jacksonville are going to be far ahead of the other two guys. I think Houston will be fine, uh, but I think Indianapolis is going to be absolutely dreadful. For the Bears, you know, they're very encouraging things. You know, I I thought that Kyler Gordon played very well. I think Tyreek Stevenson played really well. As a matter of fact, I thought that the penalty on Tyreek Stevenson was so unnecessary. Like, how is that – unnecessary rough it was an unnecessary flag like we actually thought it was going to be on Sewell for tackling out of bounds but you're like no everybody was in bounds like it, it was a legitimate play but he was all over the place I wonder if he's going to get the Kyle Fuller treatment now where like everything that he does is going to be underneath the microscope and so I hope not but he played well Kyler Gordon showed some stuff I thought that the first team defense could clean up a little bit be a little bit better. They need to get off the field, but they did respond after the first touchdown. I think that's one of the things that you want from a team is that when you're when you make a big play, and this you know you you or you score a big touchdown or something like that, you want the defense to respond. Like oh, yeah. get off the field as quickly as possible, yeah, right? And like and like that's the one thing too. Like for the I, it's bad for you guys, but it's good for us. Um, <laughs> after you, but after you drive down the field. 75 yards for a touchdown. You're like, "Okay, defense, get this other team off the field." And then here comes DJ Moore going 65. That's got to be infuriating. I don't I do not want to be a player, you know, as wins and losses. I I think that that defensive unit that was on the field is going to get a talking to by Mike Vrabel uh come the week or come come Monday. Like that's you got to get off the field. Like you cannot you don't want to make play like that's exactly what you don't want to have happen when your young quarterback that you're trying to develop just marches seventy-five yards, like virtually just amazing, saunters into the end zone, and then you give up you give up a touchdown in two plays. That's that's two, pretty much what you don't yeah, want. That and, and two
1: screens for a touchdown. Needless two to screens. say, two screens. Rabel's going to kill these guys on Monday. So yeah, so, it's. You asked me a ton, ton of questions about the Bears. I just want to ask you a couple things on the on the Titans. Uh, anything that sure. popped out to you guys? I'm not you guys to you as a NFL guy. Like, what? How do you see the development of Malik Willis, Will Levis, and did anybody else pop out on the screen to you um, uh, in the
0: game? Well, I will say that Malik Willis was the most start. Like that was night and day. Kind of what I expected from him last year, I really did think that he was going to hit the ground running a little bit more because I think that even though you go and play at a university like Liberty, you're playing football. And being a – even if you're playing, you know, it's better than not playing. You know, Anthony Richardson's going to have some work to do because he didn't play a lot of quarterback. We saw it when Mitch Trubisky took over as quarterback of the Chicago Bears. If you don't play a lot of quarterback – it's very difficult to just come in because there's so much nuance to the position. So I thought that he was going to be a little bit further ahead last year, but you could tell the coaching is starting to click with him because he looked great. Like there's no excuses. I know a couple of the guys on the Bears Twitter were like, well, you know, Tremaine Edmonds is not, I'm like, forget that. Like I know. new Hopkins isn't playing. Like there's, there's just guys not playing. You got to go out there. The players who are on the field need to make plays. They did not make the plays to stop him. And what was great about what Malik was doing was the way he moved in the pocket, the way he got outside. Now there are some infuriating things about, you know, you can tell players hesitate on hitting quarterbacks, but he was still making plays and he was out there and he was doing it. He was moving the ball. He was converting on third downs the running back Tajay Sharp looked amazing like that. Spears. 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 I'm I'm an old head. I'm going to go Tajay Sharp. Tajay Spears. The one thing that I love about that is that we never really got to see a full thunder and lightning with Derrick Henry and Christian. Yeah. Like that should have been the duo. Sh- we should have gotten that for a longer run. It's like the Sex Pistols. We only got one album out of them when we should have gotten multiple, you know, like Guns N' Roses. Like it's it's a shame that we didn't get a full complement of Guns N' Roses. I think that with Spears and Derrick Henry, and I think that Derrick Henry is a, a different human being that regardless of his age, like, no, 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 that Gener- guy's generational. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I think that that, to me, that was the most worrisome. Is there like, goodness gracious, like that is going to be very difficult to defend. And now that I've gotten a chance to see it, if I was redoing the predictions, I would obviously change my, my Titans predictions. I'm going to be memed again. I'm not going to be able to go to Nashville, and that's fine. <laughs> um, I'm expecting it. and I will wear it.
1: You can come with knowledge. us. It's all good.
0: You're on our team. There it is. Yeah. I even told somebody who um, there was some Tennessee blogger who I I even messaged on IG. I said, listen, I'm not going to do this for every fan base, but because I'm I'm friends with you guys, I'm like I will I will pay my come up at, to the Titans because I'm already convinced like that one's going to miss. I know the Commanders fans are convinced are think that their team's good it's like no you guys already hate eric the enemy you're not good my (laughs) thing though is offensively they're gonna be very good and the the line i thought the line played very well i thought the line played incredible uh pushing the ball pushing the bears defense down the field i thought that spears was making guys miss and the tackling has improved i mean the bears the bears in training camp have done a great job and the defense has been chirping the whole year they're really feeling themselves but now they got to look at some of those missed tackles and I, it, it, I i don't think that was being lazy or anything like that like spears was making them miss so they got some things but I, I thought that you give credit to tennessee for going out there and executing the plays making the plays and again whenever somebody and i hate this too like well it was a busted cover like You still got to make that throw. You know, Willis still needs to make the throw, and he's got to make it catchable because the Bears scored a couple of touchdowns last year on defensive breakdowns. So you do that. Defensively, which is where I have a little bit of concern for the Tennessee Titans, is, and this is what Mike Vrabel is going to address come Monday or even tomorrow morning, is that you cannot allow two players, and I don't Mm -hmm. care how great they are, and as much as I love it as a Bears fan, you got to clean that up. And nope. thankfully, it's the first week of the preseason. It's not the end of the world. But that is going to be something that, and maybe it's better off that you find out about it now, that you can address it now, that you get that cleaned up. That is That, that can be a problem because, you know, it, it's still good enough to be competitive in the AFC South. But for a team, if you have aspirations of competing with some of those good teams in the AFC, you cannot go into Kansas City or Cincinnati. And play though play defense that way and expect to be successful. So that would be my one thing that I think they need to work on. And I didn't like that your kicker missed. Oh, Cairo Santos. Santos was out there drilling it. But was that that's your I know the kicker was wearing number forty. We have, Is that guy have, just he's caught then. We have
1: two kickers uh, of for a spot, Shudok and uh the rookie from Texas Tech, Wolf. Shudok hit and Wolf, Wolf
0: missed. Wolf missed. He pushed yeah. it. Yeah, he pushed it to the right.
1: Yep. So, I mean, we, that was a big thing uh, we asked Jim Wyatt last week. Uh, and, and we've been talking about it, you know, since March. Kickers are people, too. We say, just like Rich or si- Rosiason says the same thing. Yeah. Do we do we keep these rookies for light contracts? Or do we go out at the end of the preseason and sign a Robbie Gold off the street? You know, he has San Francisco ties. with Ren Carthon. Who knows? But kickers have been killing us every single year since Rob Baronis, You know, rest in peace to Rob Baronis. Had, you know left our team last year? You know, uh, we who was it last year? Fat Randy, he uh missed uh, the, the the kick, Bullock, the, yeah, yeah, he, he missed the, uh, the book, uh, the kick against the Giants that you know could have really brought us to the playoffs last year instead of the win,
0: it got the, the game Giants game. to the playoffs, yeah,
1: yeah, and it, it, it could have had us in the playoffs instead of the win
0: in against the Jaguars, yeah, because you could have lost both so, games to Jacksonville, yeah, yeah you would have so, been in, you would have been in, yeah, so it players, is, uh, are very important. You know what and it's one of those things too that i mean you don't have to tell bears fans that kickers are very <laughs> yeah. important. Yes. Uh, if we had cairo santos back in 2018 we might be talking about a super Bowl, well, a super bowl appearance because i as much as like we always harp on this like i i'm convinced that the bears well number one if they would have beaten miami during the regular season they would have been the two seed that means mm-hmm. either the rams or the cowboys would have came to them in the divisional round but whatever. I go, no matter what you thought about that year, and if we could have represented the NFC in the Super Bowl, we would have, what's possible, Uh, we would have played the Patriots. And there is no way that Bill Belichick would have ever lost a Super Bowl to Matt Nagy. That is impossible. (laughs) That's never happening. So it doesn't matter. But the kicking is an issue. And I think it'll be be interesting to see what Rand Carthon thinks of the organization. Because if you think you're going to be competitive, And you're going to be good. Then you go out and you get a veteran kicker like Robbie Gold. And if you don't, if you think like, yeah, we'll see what happens, uh, then you have the rookie. So I think that'll be...
1: Now, does it does right. it affect? Does it affect that? I know these guys are working out, like Robbie Gold and all these other free agent kickers. Does it affect that if we bring those kickers in late into the se- late into the preseason? Does it affect them? Like, do they come in cold for a game because there was they were against no rush versus the other these other guys like Shudok and Wolf? They actually have preseason stuff, so you know guys are rushing them. I mean, that, the he Jim White brought that up last week, so I don't I don't know I don't know if that's the right move. You you keep the the okay.
0: kid. Who's who's our friend who's on the golf course right now? Sal? Yeah. Okay. Sal can play golf every day for for every day for six months. Rory McIlroy could take six months off. Who do you think's more likely to, to sink a clutch putt? Okay, when you're a professional, you're a professional. Fair I don't enough. think it's gonna matter. I don't think it's gonna matter too much. He'll come in. Robbie Gold. Robbie Gold has earned his stripes in the NFL. He's going to be just fine if that's the decision that the team makes. But I think that ultimately, like you do want to find if your rookie kicker can make those kicks and you can count on him. That's exactly what you want because the the financial part of it. But you can't be Absolutely. you can't be like the Chargers and getting rid of guys like Youngway, Koo, and being like, I mean, Dicker the yeah. kicker's been fine for them. But like, yeah, you probably should have kept Youngway. But. Yeah. You live and you learn. But listen, I want to, before we close this out, I just, I, I need to mention too, by the way, we will be, um, we'll be back on Tuesday night. We're, we're locking down a guest for Take It to the Rank. So we'll be talking more, a, a, get a chance to watch the film. The one thing that I, I have to address, you guys are Tennessee guys. I, one, of, one of the friends of the show, uh, Bayless Jones Jr., uh, would have preferred that he, they love his talent. I know that people are probably asking about this. They love his talent they love what he can do he's made special plays on special teams he did catch a pass so he didn't get buried um he did not he did not not get on the field on special teams again but he was out on the offense he was running routes he did catch a pass so hopefully uh he's earned a little bit more time but um i don't know i i know that i'm getting asked and i've seen it on twitter he's still our guy we're not giving up on bayless i just had to I just had to point that out, but, uh, Jared, what do we got coming up for the Tennessee Titans podcast? What do you got? uh, What do you got moving on? We have,
1: uh, in the works, possibly it's more than 90% right now. We have a special guest coming on on Tuesday and possibly Mm -hmm. the following week, the week of the 20th, we have another special guest coming on Monday. So we have things planned,
0: um, coming up the next two weeks over here for the season. All right. And that's the sick podcast talking Titans. If you're a Titans fan, uh thanks for joining Going us in. here today we appreciate that that and of course tuesday we'll be back with take it to the rank we're working on uh one of the one of my favorites uh who covers the bears i don't want to give it away i don't want to jinx it but uh we'll hopefully be doing that but then uh we'll get a chance to watch some tape take a little bit of a deeper dive on what happened here on saturday but wanted to get out some initial reactions so jared i appreciate you joining us south Sal, south done forever like listen there's a golf course. I there's a go- I'm looking at a golf course right here. I know what's behind. You? Out on the- what's that? That's my and house. Coachella's Kuch- no, over there. Yeah, there you go. There's Coachella. <laughs> the Coachella Fairgrounds are that way. By uh, the golf course, this is hole number four. Uh, is right there, and you know what? I stayed here. I woke up this morning. I watched Arsenal. Had a wonderful morning. Uh, they won. The Bears won. This has been a great day. I think I'm going to go thrifting now. I'm going to go try to find some more vintage polo shirts. Uh, and then later on, I'll, later on, I'll watch some tape. And then we'll get you ready for uh, taking to the rank on Tuesday night. Talking Titans also on Tuesday. I will be joining them very soon to uh, eat some crow on uh, my record prediction. But I want to thank everybody for being here. Great stuff. And uh, that's all I got. Do you have anything else to add, Jared? before we go? Absolutely. Tighten up. Tighten up. Bear down. <laughs> thanks for joining us here today and Sammy go ahead and play us up turn up your, your volume up your volume. because you're about to listen to the sick, sick podcast, podcast. The sick. it's gonna be sick.